Hey everybody, welcome to the Begging Boardcast, episode number 240. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out December 17th, 2014. Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week, we are doing something which I'm calling Special Christmas Specials. These are the specials that we love that um, we, we thought were worth mentioning. And I'm sure one of them will probably be the He-Man Shira Christmas. <laughs> um, this is done in celebration of all of our past Christmas specials, which if you pay attention, you can now listen to them all in one shot as the uh, Bang Board Past Holiday Spectacular. And in anticipation of our Christmas special, which is coming out next week. Oh, and there's some doozies of jokes in that one. <laughs> oh. Might only be funny to us, Yep, but they're there. Yeah, but it's chock full of holiday cheer. And, and how? Go ahead. I like to be chock full of something. Uh, how do we that, chock that, full that of... That could be really bad. I just realized that after I said it. I was like, someone could edit that into something terrible. Uh, Lead? You, could, you want to be chock full of lead? Mercury. Yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking dicks, but yeah, oh. it would be bad, too. Oh, okay. uh, but no, no, it's beer. What do we like to do on this show? Drink. We do. And, yeah. um, Part of the new drinking we, we game. We didn't really talk about this too much uh, like pre-show. Uh, are you guys drinking anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We're drinking a one-year-aged pumpkin. Uh, this ooh. was aged accidentally. Uh, I brought it over for Thanksgiving uh, to my parents' house last year. For Thanksgiving, and then I showed up to their house for Thanksgiving this year, and they're like, hey, we still have that beer you brought over. I'm like, when? Last Thanksgiving, Paul. I'm like, oh, it might be. Which which ones? And they're like, these three. And I'm like, those two would still probably be good. That other one, ooh. Wasn't too bad. It wasn't too, too bad, no. It lost a lot of its luster, but it still mm-hmm. was drinkable. Uh, the the one that lost its luster was the Firewalk Firestone Wookie Jack Wookie Jack oh, really yeah, the Rye IPA it was okay it just lost all that IPA punch and uh, they weren't aged properly no they um, were just sitting on a counter for a whole year over at my parents' house uh, but pumpkin still uh, still doing pretty good this yeah. is a pretty decent little pumpkin you know I, I think what really helped save it is the nice dark brown bottles on these oh yeah. Uh, because they were probably right directly in the light for <laughs> the whole time. Like, I don't know if they moved. I don't, I, I think they got set, you know, put to the side and just, I don't think they put them in the basement or anything. I think they just, uh, kept it out. What, what I think is funny is like, your brother and your sister weren't like, man, we could probably have these. Because mm-hmm. I, I would have thought like, oh, well, um, eh, these guys left you, I'm going to crack it open. They won't know. Uh, Anna's not a big beer drinker. She'll drink, you know, every, I think she'll drink the occasional beer. And then my little brother, Patrick, uh, he's a fan name. of the schnapps. So, yeah, he's a fan of the schnapps. I don't, I don't know. I was just saying that. No, he, no, he, he, he likes, he likes, uh, he doesn't really drink alcohol at all. He just like, nope, just makes me tired and I can't do anything after I have one. He like, he just doesn't drink. And at that point we were like, yeah, that's why you do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, now, my, my question for you, Paul. That my other siblings are go-getters and they don't like drinking because it makes them not get 
all their other work done. I know. I'm the lazy one. No, that's oh. that was my question at all. Oh, now, sorry. do you remember Defensive. leaving this bottle at your parents' house and then afterwards being like, ugh, why did I do that? Because I left a bottle of the really good Sam Adams Mischief Maker oh. at my grandmother's. You mean? And I was like, ugh. How, how could I Mary Mischief. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... That, that's like, it was right when it first came out. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bringing this to dinner. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't get around to drinking, and I was like, man, Grandma's not going to appreciate that. Uh, Do no. you remember? Uh, no, because, you know, at that point, Pumpkin and, spoiler alert, Warlock, uh, the other one we're going to be drinking a little later on, uh, you know, I was like, I can get these anytime. It's fine. Like, you know, whatever. You know, they're, they were seven nine nine. I had the case of Pumpkin last year. Yeah. So it was like one out of 12 bottles. You know, so I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe my dad will drink it. Maybe he won't, you know. Guess and what? So many of them. He, he didn't. didn't he care. didn't. Mm-hmm. But Chris. Yes. Uh, what is in your pint glass? Um, before we start recording, I just came back from Founders. Uh, it was a Dick. long, arduous trek five <laughs> minutes down the road. Um, and this is the Chronic. This is an American Pale Ale that you can actually only get at the brewery or mm. tap room right now. Uh, they don't have it bottled. So you guys are unfortunately going to miss out on this, unlike the one I will have Wait later a second. on the show. Hey, what are you drinking again? The Chronic. On Sunday? Hey, it's a is it lazy? Is it a lazy Sunday for you? Is no, because I, I got out of work. Oh, okay. It's because, you know, I was trying to make that SNL joke, you know, pass me the Chronic. No, on lazy Sunday. And I, I, I gotcha. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's it's a pale ale. It's a good one, but there's nothing really stand out about it. Um, I have a growler of it, so yeah, I will drink more. But it's not something I would order again, um, even just to get something to drink. I'd rather have like an all day IPA before something like this, even just like a Centennial IPA huh. first. There's not a lot of pale ales that really pop. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like they just. To put it as John would say, they just don't pop. No. But th- I, some things that might have popped? The news? The news. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was talking <laughs> the about... The popped. If, uh, if you're Sony. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm actually going to talk about a, uh article I just read. I, I don't know where it was from. It was actually... Uh, linked, I linked through it from Community Beer, Beer Works. Mm. And they had this whole thing about, uh, they actually did a, like, study of pound, hashtag, pound sign, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I like to call it the Octothorpe. The Octothorpe. Uh, drain pour, which is when, uh, a beer drinker decides that the beer that they're drinking isn't good enough to actually drink and just pour it down the drain. Mm. Ooh, we've done that. Yeah, we've done we that. And they actually, sh- it actually shows that, uh, they, like, looked at what has been poured down the drain the most, and it's usually, uh, not the standard, like, just an IPA. It's, like, IPA plus this, this, and this. Like, mm. it's these, like, different, like. Yeah. Like, your IPA brewed with cinnamon hops and. Yeah. Chicory. Well, yeah. Chicory hop. Yeah. With chicory. Or, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, weird different things. Where, and it's these smaller breweries that are like, well, an IPA is just an IPA, so let's, instead of just trying to do a really good solid IPA, we'll do our take on it. You know, we'll do an yeah. IPA with 
hibiscus hibiscus leaves. You know? It's like the pizza beer we got. Yeah, yeah. It's like doing stuff like that, and they they actually are finding that more and more the barrel aged uh, uh, people are now uh, doing drain pours on. That's a, during that's October. A, uh, a lot of the pumpkins were drain pours. There were a ton of pumpkins in September that were getting drain poured. Uh, right now, it's the barrel-aged beers that are getting drink poured. Well, I think some people like... Some are with fruit beers. Um, fruit beers. Some barrel... I mean, some barrel depressing. beers, it's not mm-hmm. what you're expecting. Yeah. And you're not, you don't know what kind of flavors to go for. Because before we got into the bourbon-aged beers, we all had Backwoods Bastard and weren't a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Put it in the cellar. The next year, we had it after we had become... Barrel-aged fans. Barrel-aged fans and our favorite beer now. Mm-hmm. So I think some of it is just you're not, especially with barrel-aged beers, you don't know what to expect. Sometimes it's too big, too bold. The flavors are yeah. are a wallop for you. you got to get calibrated. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things like um, someone I know back in Buffalo sent me a text message the other day because he saw a backwards bastard available on the shelf. And he was like, uh, how is this? Because it's fourteen ninety nine for a four pack, and I was like, "Get it! Like it's it's worth the price point because that's one of the best beers they put out, and like it's definitely a sipper. It's not something mm-hmm. that you're just gonna sit back and be like, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna drink this and enjoy it.' You're, it's something you're gonna sit there and savor." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drink it a little more faster these days. Yeah, because. <laughs> We've blown out our palates. Yeah. John, that's why episode number 240 isn't actually the Christmas special one. It is an <laughs> intervention. Oh. <laughs> Who are you, Mike? How would that be if this just turned into an intervention episode? And then it's like, and it's going to be on iTunes. Make sure you <laughs> like us, guys. I know. I, 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 I thought... If it ever gets to that point with any of us, I hope this is how we do it. But my... <laughs> My family does, they do make a big deal, like, you know, you, you might have a drinking problem. Like, I drink once or twice a week. Yeah. I might spend a lot more money on beer, but I have a beer cellar. I'm buying to drink. I'm buying to drink. <laughs> I have a beer cellar. It's Paul's house. It's Paul's house. Exactly. Yeah, but Paul, we would come with boxes of I beer know, and put did. it in the cellar. I know. It's our, it's our it beer cellar. It is your beer cellar. It is. And... And yeah, I'd spend money on that. I, I get to drink it. That's yeah. part of the rent. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I'm not only buying beer for myself, but for the podcast. Yes. So I'm spending more money. And then I go, you know, my sister has two Guinness a day. Like, <laughs> somebody else has got the drinking problem. <laughs> I spend money problem. Here's the thing, too. I used to yeah, do that, too, I, like I the two drinks a, a lot, day. But it's but, not like a... A drinking to get drunk thing. Mm-hmm. It's a oh hey I haven't seen this one before. Let me try that. It's a drinking it's a, a drinking to I'm, experience. I'm too adventurous. I want to know too much. That's not a problem. Talk to no. Christopher Columbus about his problem. <laughs> well, he did cut off the hands of he's people. A, okay, he's, and sell maybe people he's into slavery. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> he I'm did sorry. have a problem. Not a drinking problem. Not an exploration problem. But a racist problem. Yeah, I, I used to do that until I decided that, hey, I'm gaining a lot of the weight. Because I would be like, oh, I'm eating dinner. I need a drink. What should I drink? Well, I got this really nice beer. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, I'll, p- mm-hmm. I'll pick up beer, you know, and just be like, haven't had this before. Or, mm-hmm. ooh, this is out. This is my one of, one of my favorite beers. 
Now like, I, I drink like that. But most of the time, I drink on Sundays for the podcast mm-hmm. and maybe once or twice during the week. Yeah. Maybe. I now only really drink during the podcast. So, uh, maybe like when I'm hanging out with friends other nights, you know. But other than that, yeah. just when we're doing fun things. And that's personal information that I don't mind sharing with, you know, the internet. Unlike Sony, who had a lot of personal information shared over the internet uh, because of the hack by Guardians of Peace. Mm. The, you know, they're not North Korea. They're North Korea. Uh, hack. Hacktivist, I guess. But they're not really hacktivists. They're just very upset that uh, the interview, uh, the new movie coming out about the an assassination attempt that is going to take place by uh, Seth Rogen and... James Franco. James Franco playing so, Seth Rogen and James Franco. I, I don't Rinko. know if they've made like their statements known. Are they mad that it's an assassination attempt, or are they mad it's just James Franco and Seth Rogen? <laughs> I think it's. I, any, I, I, I think they're not clear enough on this, so I, I don't know. I think it's anything. It's just because it has to do with Kim Jong. They named Kim Jong Il or Kim Jong Un by name in it, and they're like, "Yep, nope, can't do that." Which is weird because home well, is front. it because in North Korea Kim Jong Un is number one comedy actor? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Careful! We post this I, from my stating, computer. I, Paul, I am just stating facts. <laughs> I'm just saying. If North Korea doesn't like it, they can email us at contactedbangkok. <laughs> well, we make sure make sure you rate and review us because we are the number one podcast in America that glorifies <laughs> the heavenly leader. No. <laughs> no. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because it is Christmas time. There's a lot of online shopping that I do. I do not want to be hacked. I brought it back. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, but yeah, way to go, Sony. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we got a lot of news about what they were kind of thinking about doing with uh, Spider-Man. You know, the background yeah, dealings with uh, maybe getting Spider-Man to appear in Winter, uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Civil and that's War. something that was rumored, like, but Whoa, we cool. got the... What? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, whoa, cool. Like, it it isn't oh. just a rumor. They were People were actually working on that. People were actually talking about it, and there was a lot of stuff going on where they were talking about bringing in the uh, Russos, who actually worked on Captain America the Winter Soldier and are lined up to direct the Infinity War mm-hmm. movies. And also, more uh, importantly, worked on the Rocketeer. And the Rocketeer. Great um, movie. Talk about bringing them in over on the Spider-Man side of things, too. And I, I haven't, like, tried to pour through this data or anything at all. So, mm-hmm. like, everything I know about this is from websites that are like, oh, by the way, now this is happening. I'm like, mm-hmm. people know this much from, like, Sony because they get, like, personal emails sent from people in the company about what they're talking well, about. Well, they also like, got spreadsheets and scripts. Like, the script for the new James Bond is uh, going to – it has hit the Internet now. Uh, I – what is it? Fire? I don't know what the Spectre? name is. Spectre. There we go. I uh, should have known that because of Mass Effect. Well, here's the thing, like, not not to, like, stop talking about Spider-Man, like, I just found out that they're making a new James Bond movie, like, a week and a half ago, and now here I am knowing more about James Bond than I would ever care to know because I'm not a James Bond fan. <laughs> like, apparently that movie's over budget, but also Sony's, like, like can't afford licensing for other movies and stuff now too. Like so, they're shutting down like production on a bunch of movies that they're making. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you see that part? No, no. But yeah, I know. Well, Sony, you know, 
they were talking about spinning for the longest time. They were talking about spinning off the movie thing and just doing Sony Entertainment and then spinning like basically uh, breaking up the company into their different things because uh, altogether they were losing so much money, you know, and only certain parts were actually being productive in the black. Um, so it's kind of weird that, well, it's not that weird that this kind of stuff gets brought up like, ooh, we spent are spending way too much on licensing deals and we don't have, you know, our own IPs. Hey, look at what Disney yeah. does. Disney says, oh, should we do licensing? No. How much money we got in the bank? Just buy it. What? Yeah. Just buy it. They're like they're like a African prince, like with a bunch of chips in front of them. They're like just just put it in, just buy it. It's so weird to like hear those stories because it's stuff that's actually happening versus what's going on behind the scenes, though. Mm-hmm. Like so much Spider-Man stuff's coming out where you know you're seeing the stuff behind the scenes where it's like, well, no, can we do Spider-Man and Captain America? And then, well, how does Spider-Man work in the bigger Sony universe then because they want their own Sony Spider-Man like version of the Avengers now and they think they have like the resources to do that with what they were talking about maybe doing Uh, my favorite thing about this was the possible Men in Black slash 21 Jump Street crossover movie (laughs) not crossover just they would relaunch it with the with Channing Tatum and okay uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. And what I liked was talking about casting kind of rumors and rumors that they, they actually had like all four girls that they wanted uh to be in the Ghostbuster reboot. Uh, I forgot Emma Stone. Um, I know Emma Stone was on there. Yeah. Um. Uh, not Kristen. Was it Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig. Uh, I can't. And yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember all the names because, but, you know. but this is all like that talk. Like people are emailing back and forth, like, "Hey, we can talk to this person's people," or so and so would express an interest in this. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about like the emails that I've sent to you guys about like, "Oh, I, I bought this comic book today." We can talk <laughs> yeah. about that, and I'm like, "Man, I got nothing to worry about." <laughs> <laughs> but this is crazy. Like people are still mining through. Like, everything that was recent, it's like, oh, and by the way, uh, Sony was talking about this movie, and the head of Sony Pictures think this guy's a dick, so let's not get him to work on this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, like, insanely, like, personal. It's not like, no, that would be a bad choice. It's like, no, this guy blows. <laughs> and that's, like, literal, like, yep. that's what the guy that's said. Quoted. Like, one of the producers like, no, I think this guy blows. Mm-hmm. Quoted. Well, yeah, there was a, uh, you know, it blew up everywhere. Uh, the CEO of Sony Entertainment or whatever, Sony Pictures, like, her thoughts on, uh, Maleficent, uh, and Lelina Jolie, you know, that was all over the place. So, yeah, it, it, it get catty and, like, personal and just weird that it, that would happen in a, what you, you would, you know, is a, where billions of dollars are spent. Yeah. Like, almost daily. And uh, one of the other things is, like, if... Just to get back to the, you know, Spider-Man does go to Marvel, Garfield's out. Yeah. 
which, which I really I've said this before, even in like talking about Amazing Spider-Man too. Like I really like him as Peter Parker. <laughs> I thought he was a great Spider-Man. So I I think that's I mean I think that's so odd. Well, the thing is they were they were talking about a new reboot again for Spider-Man and making him an adult this time, like well, in, I like. And being like, no origin story. We we don't do an origin story every time we do a new Bond movie or have a new Bond actor. We I I liked that. Like that's mm-hmm. what I was actually going to bring up. I appreciate the fact that someone on Sony's and I was like, we don't need to keep rebooting mm-hmm. this character. Like after Captain America three, when he pops up in there, we can relaunch Spider Man after that. Like we don't need to say like, hey, this is who Spider Man is. And like the story arc they were talking about doing was like. Craven base, which is like, okay, mm-hmm. that's been rumored before. Like, go that route. And he like, was rumored can, to be one of the Sinister Six. It would work. Mm-hmm. Any other news? Uh, Sony's kind of dominated. Yeah. Was, well, uh, I have J.J. Um, Abrams has put out uh, names to the Star Wars characters oh, that yes. we saw. Uh, and did tops, it yeah. did it in a fun way with those tops trading card kind of looks. That came from J.J. Abrams? That came from J.J. Abrams. Nice! Beautiful. Um, and he said that the numbers on those cards do mean something. Hmm. Uh, he was also to say that... Uh, the borders? BB-8, whatever. Yeah, BB-8. The soccer ball. The soccer ball thing droid. is not computer <coughs> effects. That really? is wow. a practical a practical thing. That's practical. That's, That's awesome. blowing my mind. Um, so you got the names for that. I just thought it was really fun that he put, they put them out as those cards. That's cool because, uh, the dancing Groot is obviously this summer, this Christmas season's hottest gift toy. And BB-8 will be that, Chris, that following Christmas's biggest, uh, toy for, this, for Christmas, so. Well, I, I like that J.J. Abrams is kind of going in with this, like, fun attitude for it when it's such a huge deal because, mm-hmm. I mean, Disney spent, like, Four billion dollars to buy the rights to the stuff, and then he's the guy that's like, "I'm going to make trading cards of these characters." <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the run. I'm the guy. I'm yeah. the guy that's going to be like sitting in the Millennium Falcon to say, "Like, no, you can't believe everything that you see or read online." Like, no confirmation that the Millennium Falcon's going to be in the movie. <laughs> he's going in as a fan, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Semi-related to Star Wars and Disney, um, Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, was talking about the upcoming changes to Disney's Hollywood Studios involving Star Wars, where you will be seeing attractions for Star Wars appearing in the uh, in the theme park, <laughs> and they will be influenced by not only the past, the present, but also the future as well, where they'll be uh, drawing from not just the new movies, but also the spin-off movies as well. Hmm. Which I think is really cool that they're thinking big picture for this kind of stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And you, you the gotta. reason they, they waited for this long to start actually talking and thinking about it is because they wanted to see what was coming out from the movie. So they waited until principal photography finished to take a look at everything and be like, okay, what can we do? Where can we go? Uh, yeah, Scrooge uh, McDuck's money... Silo doesn't fill itself, so huh? no. I I really hope these are good. And that complete mm-hmm. side conversation, but man, I 
it was one thing to go into the prequels and be like, well, I see what they were doing, <laughs> and okay. I, I'm at that age now where it's just like, I want this to be really good. Yeah. I, I think it will be, but I really don't want to be ahead, though. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and something coming from your childhood uh, back is uh, Mark Hamill as the trickster uh, is going to be yes. back uh, for um, the Flash TV series, playing the same character. Um, <laughs> the trickster, what is it? Uh, I want to say Cassius Clay. That's not right. No, no, James it's James Jesse. Jesse, Jesse yeah, James Jesse. Because he's Jesse not James. James, James flipped. Yep. Yeah. And it always throws me off. Uh, <laughs> and that's why he becomes a villain. He's like, well, with a name like this, how can't you? So, um, I think it's awesome. It's not the first time that they've drawn from the original Flash television show casting pool, but it's probably the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I thought we would have... Sorry, I dropped my mic. Um, I thought we would have gotten like a new trickster first, but I'm thinking maybe we'll see like a new trickster appearing in... Uh, I almost well, said Starling City in Central City, and then he's got to like talk to the old trickster first. Like it's going to be a copycat type. Situation. That's that's actually what they been pl- were planning. Is, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Nice. Um. Yeah, they go and talk to him and to try to get out of prison. He agrees to help them try to track him down. Sure. As far as what's kind of been teased about that. Um. Also on that front, will is, will Mark Hamill have a beard? Uh, I don't know if Disney will let him cut it at this point. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I do not know about that. Um, but other uh, other you related... heard it here first. Disney won't let him cut his beard because of this. Uh, Robbie Amell have put out on his Instagram uh, your first glimpse of Firestorm's suit. Uh, it's him standing out in a field, mm-hmm. um, all shadows. You don't you can't you can see his physique in the shadows but glowing on his chest is the adam sign from uh firestorms mm-hmm. um suit with like three buttons down the side that are also glowing um uh, looks kind of cool it looks cool because i checked it out um, um it, it's still kind of dark so you can't see too much but you, you see that and you think okay that's firestorm mm-hmm. and after like him appearing actually on the Flash, like they do those Firestorm effects really well. And spoilers for those of you watching the show, I did not expect him to like launch appear, like in like the like that mid season finale and then just like fly off. Like that was kind of like oh shit moment. Hmm. Yeah, watch it, Paul. I I, I am. I will. Sure. I plan on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will try. And just <laughs> uh, just something that I thought was kind of fun. This is the last bit that I have for the news. Um, Michael Keaton was asked about uh, Christian Bale's complaints that he still wanted to be Batman, him being jealous. And um, he was asked, you know, Christian Bale recently said he felt jealous to see Ben Affleck wearing the cape and cowl. Did you ever get that? And Michael Keaton's response was no. Do you know why? Because I'm Batman. <laughs> oh! And I'm secure about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and I just thought that was the best line. Like, 
It, he's probably going to get that asked a thousand times, <laughs> and he can just be like, no, I'm Batman. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm Batman. Uh, this is the last bit of news oh, I have. Great. I thought it was fun. I haven't seen Birdman yet. Birdman's good. It's, I heard it's... It's out there. It's yeah. crazy. It's not what yeah. you expect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all single cam kind of stuff. and Yeah. It's it's like a play that's been filmed. Yeah, because there's a play going it's on. Play, it's a, you know, it's a, a play, play within a movie, play. but the whole thing feels like a stage performance. Yeah. It's good. It's definitely, mm-hmm. it's definitely worth a watch. Nice. Is that going to wrap us up for a week in Geek? That wraps us up for a week in Geek. Yeah. Because... The only uh, video game I news I have is that uh, you know Xbox will not be getting Street Fighter Five because uh, they didn't want to pay for to break the exclusivity rights with uh, PlayStation. So PlayStation is the only place where you'll be able to play Street Fighter Five. But look forward to Street Fighter Five Turbo coming to all the systems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. You know, that, I, I think that kind of makes me sad hearing it, but then I'm like, I've played so many Street Fighter games, I don't need, like, hey, here's this new type of combo that you can do, and here's four other characters that you don't care about. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not at the competitive level. Yeah. Like, if we were playing at a competitive level, then maybe we would care more about it, but, you know, for the couch co-op, just beating up on your friends, it's kind of like... No, no, I got the other one. I can pop in. It's fine. Yeah, like I, I love Street Fighter. Like I've always been a Street Fighter fan, mm-hmm. but basically, what it boils down to is like, oh, cool, I can, I can be Ryo again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like, Ryo looks exactly the same, but yeah, man, it, they've cleared up these graphics. I, I don't need oh. anything else. So, well, they went to that really fun, cool cell shaded style, which I enjoyed. Oh, Street Fighter Four was Street. really cool, yeah. but you know what? It's still but, a Street Fighter game. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can go back and play any other Street Fighter game, and it'll still scratch that itch. <laughs> but that one had that awesome, just like, cell-shaded, uh, like, those thick lines. Like, aesthetically, it was great, but gameplay-wise, it was, yeah. Street it was still Street Fighter. The only fighting game I've ever been good at, Soul Calibur, for the Genesis. You love Soul Calibur. Well, just because whatever reason that... The button layout on the controller was just perfect for me to claw, you know, to do the claw hand on, and I just I could do it. Like I no. actually could well, see, do I the combos. You like, and Kilk I, were great. Was it Kilk? 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 And I got really good at Ivy too. That was before they kept on increasing her jug size, though. Whoa! <laughs> see, <laughs> like see, for me, like I like Kilk and Talon. Like just mm-hmm. those characters yeah, yeah, that just. Too flow from move to move like combo I mean, is just fun yeah. was it Talim was or Talim was only a, was a second Soul Calibur 2 character was it Raphael Raphael tap 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 yep. tap 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 mm-hmm. that's all you needed to win you needed to do a tap, low tap, tap. well the thing you had to do was do either a throw to beat it or uh, do a low attack yeah um and the, where the pirate guy was I always oh, liked uh, oh Cervantes. 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 Cervantes I always liked playing his Cervantes I, I, I love the Soul Calibur games mm-hmm. like they're always fun. Yeah. Now that's the game. Like if it came out as like an exclusive, I'd be like, "Oh man." Well, you had the they... exclusive characters. Well, you did, but you could still get it on every system. Mm-hmm. But the reason that would like piss me off is, yeah, okay, the like the core fighting game per, uh, version of it, always the same. But it's the side stuff that I yeah. really enjoyed at that. 
And that's what you enjoyed about the newest Mortal Kombat, too, was the, like, what was it, Tower of Pain? Or the Tower. Yeah. yeah. Or was it just called the Tower? And the yeah, story the mode, too. The story mm-hmm. mode was cool. Yeah, story mode was really good. And then, like, going through, like, the uh, the graveyard and, mm-hmm. like, being like, hey, what do you want to unlock? Because you didn't know what you were going to get until you hit it. Yeah. I, I enjoy but, fighting uh, games. Mortal Kombat uh, 11, is it now? I have no idea. 10? I think it might be 10. Um, no strong desire. No, I mean, I, I think that's all, that's kind of what we said every time a Mortal Kombat game comes out. <laughs> and then we'd but, usually end up but that last playing it. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's something that we might be looking forward to, but I know something we're definitely wait, looking wait, forward wait, to. Wait, 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 wait. Because in, in my show script before that, I have website bump. So, uh. Oh. Uh, I, something that we all are looking forward to is looking to go to bagnumboard.com, where you there can find, uh, you know, links. Links to help you last-minute Christmas shopping. Uh, you know, Amazon, if you're listening to this on Sunday, wow, thank you for being such a dedicated fan. Uh, if, <laughs> if you have five days left to uh, buy anything on Amazon, and you still get free shipping to have it guaranteed to your house before Christmas, or four days uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, just check the site. It'll tell you up in the right-hand corner. And you could yeah. be like, you might be asking yourself, Paul, well, what does that have to do with the Bag and Board cast? Simple. There's a link right up at the top of the page at bagandboard.com or bagandboardcast.com that says Amazon. You click on that, it takes you right to the Amazon homepage, and you're like, oh, this looks exactly the same. There's no difference. All the prices are exactly the same. This makes no sense to me. Don't worry about it. It's just, uh, it's like we referred you to Amazon. And they say, thank you, Bag and Board. Here's a little bit of money. So every yeah. time you buy something, go ahead, Chris, you explain it. This, this helps us out. We, we get a little bit of a vig from you <laughs> going there. Um, so hit that link or you can just go to bagboard.com slash Amazon. Oh. And, um, you're, you're going to help us out. Like we've said before, um, we do the shoe uh, show out of the goodness of our hearts. Out of a shoe. Out of a shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm often wearing shoes. I I don't. Not in my house. I like to be free. No, I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. I wear shoes. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but it'll it'll help us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I I will say I have supported this idea because I did all of my Cyber Monday shopping and uh, just extra shopping off of Amazon.com using our link. Uh, so you guys will be getting your Christmas presents off of Amazon. Oh, uh, very I bought, cool. I bought my girlfriend's presents off of Amazon. Uh, all right. They have everything on there. Okay. Like, this is not, like, like pitching. Like, this is just me talking, like, I never shopped on Amazon before this link. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That's how I find everything on there. The you only fools pe- in your Amazonian ways. The only you're, the only time I don't shop on Amazon like is schmuck. is to be like, you know what? I want to include a gift receipt on this one because uh, Amazon it's okay. It's but it's a little weird. It's a little awkward, you know, to do the gift receipt because you know you got to return it to Amazon. Mm. So you got they have to ask you, and then you have to go on and do the whole thing. Going to a store, you can just like print out a gift receipt. Yeah, that's how I ref- I prefer to get my slacks when a gift receipt because <laughs> yeah. I want to take that shit back. Yeah, 
Well, while you're on bangboard.com, make sure you check out our link to superheroden.com as well. Um, if you're in the mood for a nerd t-shirt, check out that site because they got some fun ones over there. Um, probably my favorite shirt they have has uh, Batman and Robin on it and then it says, like, worst roommate ever. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> well, that sounds like but, we're going to be... Hey, you know what? They're partners with us, too. So uh, if you make a purchase over there... You're helping the bagging board cast. Yeah. You're helping us buy beer. Yeah. Like, or comics. Or beer. Or beer. <laughs> like uh, this Wolvers. To, to talk about beer. <laughs> talk about beer. Uh, we opened up the year-old Warlock. Just tasted like a stout. Nothing really to it. Lost a lot of its luster. Drain poured it. Drain poured it. But something that has gotten better with age is Wolver's Fine Organic Ale, their pumpkin ale, that we've had for two years. Um, Accidentally. I, I think we saved it for a year. We drank two of them and said, nah, still not good. Let's, let's age it another year. See what happens. Uh, good things. Good, good things, things afoot. All the yam, all the pumpkin, just got the hell out of the way. It, uh, it boomed. Who sang that? Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way. You know that song? I don't know what you're talking about. Chris, you know that song? Are you there? Uh, I'm here. I dropped my headphones, so the last thing I heard Paul say was like, all the yam. <laughs> uh, you know, where, and it just... Who sings the song? No, Paul, you sing it again. Move, bitch. Get out oh, the that's, way. That's ludicrous. Get out the way. Yeah. Did that's she ever get out? Chris from his song, Move, bitch. <laughs> Well, guess what? Parentheses, get out the way. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea if that bitch ever moved out of the way. It's, what, five years later. But I know one thing for that sure. longer than five years, Paul. You're old. Oh, jeez, I'm old. <laughs> uh, the pumpkin and yam flavors moved out of the way, and all we're left with is the delectable spices mm, of yeah. this beer. Very good. Very good. Uh, I enjoyed it. So, eh, maybe sit on that beer for two years. Mm-hmm. Well... Who knows now, you know? Like This was one of the ones that we opened up. We had enough bottles for, like, all of us to drink it. We opened up one. We took a taste and said, no, we don't need to drink any more of these. Uh, but now I kind of wish I had another bottle. It's good. Yeah. It's, 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 it's that nice cinnamon, uh, nutmeggy. This is what I want an Oktoberfest to taste like. Mm-hmm. It's nice and light. It's, it's lighter, but it's got some body. It's got some spice to it. Mm-hmm. So if you want a good pumpkin beer uh, from Wolliver's, just buy it like two years ago. Yeah, just time machines. Everybody has one. We have one. It's in the closet. We yeah. do. Mm-hmm. That's why I think Ludicrous and- songs are so new. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, I think they're so I- fresh and so clean, clean, clean. That's that's a that's brand outcast new, that's a brand new Outcast song though, right? Like just came out. That came out when I was in high school. Well, I'm looking forward to using my time machine to go forward to Wednesday. December 17th, when new comic books come out. Because I really want to know what Paul's looking forward to. Well, the simple fact of the matter is, I have not been buying G.I. Joe. And I bought the number one. And you loved it. Loved it. Political intrigue. Political intrigue. I think I'm going to really enjoy this. And then I'm like, you know what? I have nothing that I want to buy from uh, Marvel or DC this week. Uh... Except for maybe Multiversity, Thunderworld. Uh, yeah, that looks good. Wait, have you guys fun. been keeping up on that? Because No. I got the second one. 
the thing is, it's like all this. It's like, oh, am I interested in this world that they're doing? No. Am I interested in this world? Yes. Yes. So I'm interested in Thunderworld, so I'll probably okay. pick that up. Well, because they came out with Multiversity, then they had the like the pulpy one with like Doctor Fate. I bought that. I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. It was I good. haven't read it. What was the next one? I don't remember, but it didn't interest me. Yeah. And then this one, the Thunderworld, Thunder is coming out. Yeah. And so it's been so sparse and in between, and I, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to. It's a Grant Morrison story anyway, so I don't think I'm ever going to understand the total. I'm going to lose the thread of the plot no matter what. Yeah, and these books just seem like it is that pickup if you're interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be one book that comes out at the end that just ties everything together. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, political intrigue. And I got some time coming up where I'm going to be off from work. So maybe I can catch up. And G.I. Joe number 4 is coming out from IDW Publishing. So hopefully I'll pick this one up and then I'll have a good three issues to read. And I'll see how it is. And if it's really good, look forward to a trade-in policy coming soon. I will kill you. What? <laughs> what if it's really good? No, if you think it's really good, I do not need to read it. <laughs> All right. You know why? Because I had to read Habibi. I had to read Essex County. You had Essex County anyways. I bought it because I like Jeff Lemire, and I tried to start reading it. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to read this. <laughs> Hey, then hey, I was forced to read up it. on uh, Justice League United. No. All right. All right. <laughs> I know. Chris, uh, I bought my... like the first five, and I'm just like, you know what? I, I felt that way after one. So mm. actually, after zero. Mm. Uh, Chris, what are you picking up, buddy? Uh, I'm actually looking forward to a book I've talked about a couple times before. This is the Wicked and the Divine number six uh, from Image Comics, written by Jamie or drawn by Jamie McKelvey. Written by Kieran Gillian. Um, this is the first issue of the second arc. This is actually what takes place after the god fan Laura now has the powers of Lucifer. Mm. Yeah, twist. Twist. Um, moving into the second story arc. I really enjoyed the first one. This is one of those books that I'm glad exists because it's such a uh, breath of fresh air from like the regular stuff that you read because... We've talked about before, um, we tend to stick to more of the superhero comics. We do some horror stuff here and there on the side. But Paul does some like political intrigue when he buys comic books. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It took a month off. Uh, I, I feel like they deserved it because they told a great story in the first one. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into this. Oh, that's good. But... Now I have to segue it over to John, who introduced me before. Um, with our trade-in policy last week, I realized that I'm not buying enough new number ones <laughs> from Image Comics. You dropped the ball on that one. I really have. So I am picking but, up... But you recovered nicely by buying the next three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. And then, complete sidebar conversation. I'm sorry to throw you off, John. That's fine. Um, I was having to know that, like... The series has been delayed, and we have to wait, like, two or three more months to get number nine. Oh. And, uh, well, yeah. have you read those issues yet? Oh, yeah, I loved them. Gets and twisty. Gets twisty, huh? Like two or three months to get number nine. I know, nine. it sucks. I have to break that news to my girlfriend. Mm. Um, but I am picking up Rumble, number one. Uh, to break that news, write it on a coupon. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. Brought back to like our party last night. Yeah. Clever. What's Rumble? Rumble is a new number one from Image Comics written by John uh, Cootie and art by James Heron. And this is a book that follows... I don't know what that was, Paul. It was a luchador. No. No, then I'm not interested. Uh, a scarecrow warrior god who's come back to go after his old enemies and everyone else better look out. Wait, it's called Rumble? Called Rumble. I would have been inter- I would have been interested if it was called Russell. Russell? Yes. Mm. Because what is a scarecrow usually stuffed with? Oh, fuck you, Paul. <laughs> yes! Uh, do you know why the Scarecrow got his uh, promotion? <laughs> why? He's ahead in the field. Oh. Nicely done. Thank you. This is another part of that joke I don't remember, though. Both terrible. <laughs> you See, I, I've heard the, I heard the one with the same punchline. It's, oh, why was uh, the farmer so great at his job? He was ahead in his field? No, because he was outstanding in his field. Mmm. Mm. Rumble. I, I wasn't I'm just saying. This is a joke. I just took a sip of my next beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Rumble seems like the wrong name for this comic book. It should who's, be Russell. Should who's be Russell. writing and drawing this? Um, John uh, Arcudi. Okay. And then uh, James Heron is on art. I know I've read something from James Arcudi before. I don't remember what it was. Um, I'm just trying to imagine. He's actually the guy who created uh, the mask. Oh, okay. Um, he's done a lot of like Batman Black and White. He's done some Batman. Um, we, I think we read, uh, Creep number one, um, for a look back. It was a detective story. Um, he's been around. He's, he's done lots of different stuff. A lot of Dark Horse stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, to kind of throw this into something we we have on our uh, Facebook page, but we didn't talk about it in Week in Geek. Uh, the the, oh, right. the Warner Brothers movie posters, the mask uh, movie poster done in this with uh, for Batman with the Joker doing the same image. Uh, that was one of my favorites. I'm like, oh, the mask. It's great. Okay. okay, if you want to know what we're talking about, head over to the Bang the Board Facebook because this is a story that I posted. Uh, what month is it? Ago. March, March or April that uh, DC will be doing uh, all their covers inspired by uh, movie posters. movie posters from Warner Brothers pictures. So uh, you got Batgirl from if you've been a fan of uh, Chris Chang's art, Cliff Cliff Chang's art. Oh my goodness, I'm talking to you, Chris. So yeah, I, I, it's okay. You take over my mind. Um, but here's here's the thing. Like, you've yeah, seen the Purple yeah, Rain, the Cliff Chang Batgirl. You've seen it. Like, he's done that. You've before. seen this. Like yeah. it's based off of Purple Rain. Like this is something that he did on his own, like mm-hmm. years ago. Then now, like DC's like, hey, we can make this the cover. Uh, yeah, and now they're doing it, and I really like that one. Uh, the North was it the Flash with the North by Northwest, where he's running work from the plane. I, I, I'm forgetting, but there's a lot of great ones. And, you know, but that was your favorite, John. Did you take a look at these? Uh, no. I, okay. I, I just stepped out of the room too, so uh, I didn't it's hear the movie of posters that. Uh, oh, I saw like, yeah, I saw like the Batgirl one. 
Do you have a favorite one, or do you want to take a look at them while I'm talking about mine? I'm, you talk about yours, I'm going to take a look at them. Okay. I think my favorite one is actually the one that's being done by uh, Joe Keown's and it's the Superman cover that's based off of Bill and Ted's excellent <laughs> Superman and Doomsday on top of the Yeah, I booth. did see that one. And that's it has one. like like the uh, other Superman like in the phone with It's hilarious and it's <laughs> fantastic. Um my runner up is actually The Reign of Superman people, you know, the people from Raymond of Superman, right? Like that's what you're Yeah, it's about? the other okay. like um like the cyborg Superman, like Superboy. Okay, like Exterminator. Yeah. Okay. Um, my runner-up is actually the 2001 Space Odyssey uh, Green Lantern cover. Yeah, that one looks good, too. And it took me a while to get it. I'm like, wait, what is this? And then I'm like, oh, okay, 2001. I got it. Um, I think this is, like, a really fun idea. Like, a couple months ago, DC did their variant covers where every, like, superhero is taking a selfie. And I thought that was like, oh, that's cool. And then in October, they did the monster covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they do the bombshell ones yet, or or was that before? Yeah, I think that came out a couple years ago. Um, they did another one too, where it's like, oh, it's in October, where every variant cover was based off of like a monster movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. Um, also the Grayson one, where it's Enter the Dragon, cool idea, but just not well executed. I didn't like the Lost Boys one, the for Teen Titans. Oh, Teen Titans, it was okay. Yeah, it's just like I don't, it it, it just didn't. Like, it took me a while to figure it out, and then I... Oh, like, I figured oh. it out right away. Like, oh. But, yeah. It just... It, I'm like, why are they lost? Bo- I just didn't... It didn't click with me, like... The the super the Superman Wonder Woman Gone with the Wind one's good. Yeah, that one's yeah. great. Okay, that one's really well done, too. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the covers, I feel like it was someone got an email where it's like, hey, can you do this cover? And they're like, okay. And like, they the kind of... Matrix- Detective Comics one? Yeah, I'm like, why is that Matrix? Like, I'm... Yeah, it's it's not great. Mm-hmm. The Harley Quinn get... Jailhouse Rocks, good. Yeah. Wait, which one is Jailhouse Rocks? Harley Quinn. Quinn. Harley Quinn, okay. Um, the Supergirl Wizard of Oz one was good. Uh, I don't think it was worth like mentioning. Like, if it was a regular comic cover, I'd be like, oh, it's based off of that. Like, I don't need to see that as mm-hmm. like a marquee. Like, hey, here's our variant. The, uh, but for the most part, these are pretty fun. The Aquaman Free Willy one's not, I mean... Yeah, it's like a it's little silly. too much on the nose. Yeah. Yeah, it's so on the nose, but it is a good one. But definitely, I, kind of, I think the action comic Superman is, uh, with the Bill and Ted, is probably the best. Okay, it was uh, action comics. I can't... What's the actual Superman one? Do you guys have that it's one? Superfly. It's Superfly. Yeah. It's Superfly. Like, he's... he's, in, he's There's An Wonder alien, Woman like no stroking other. his car... Yeah. There's a big pimp car in front. He's got like a gold or uh, like a chain, a um, yeah, it just Kryptonian chain like kind of a thing. Uh, I will say the Batman Superman Fugitive one was pretty good too, though. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, but Paul, what I thought you were going to be like throwing this over to was the uh, Twelve Days of Christmas from Comicsology, where every day you can get a free comic book download. Oh yeah, that's um, also great. So, hey, if you like comic books and you don't like paying for them, don't be a pirate. Just go to comicsology.com and uh, hit the banner up at the top for 12 Days of Christmas. And there's also uh, free. There's always a banner for free. And uh, you can just download a bunch of number ones, usually. Like, yeah. 
Infinite Crisis. You, can you guys? Did you know that Infinite or Identity Crisis is ten years old now? I know. I saw that hardcover coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, hardcover coming oh, out for God the ten year. Damn. Yeah. yeah. You know that. That's depressing. That is uh, actually younger than that Ludacris song. <laughs> I have no idea if that's true or not. I. I, I no, no probably. Idea. No idea when the Ludacris song came out. That's sad. No, it's ludicrous. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Segway is over, Paul. Don't lose it. No, Keep it together, man. Chris, oh. you need to bring it to. Uh, this is your baby. Oh, you okay, save it. Well, to get us, I will drown it in puns. Here, here's the thing. I'm just, I'm just getting us away. Don't, just don't stop it. Just let it happen. <laughs> That's how and, you make a baby. Stop. When Chris has to be like, stop, Paul, you know Paul's in the right direction. (laughs) (laughs) But it's time for our weekly dramatic reading. So get your comic books out or just head over to bangboard.com and check out the show notes for this episode because it's time. A dramatic reading from Amazing Spider-Man, number 11, page 3, panel 1. I can't believe I'm about to say this. No, you don't get to make that call. You are not in charge here. I am. That was a dramatic reading from Amazing Spider-Man, number 11, page 3, panel 1. I felt like my normal voice is geeky enough to pull off Peter Parker. You can pull off Peter Parker yeah. well. So, uh, hey, I only really like Don- for the uh, Disney Infinity, Donald Glover as Spider-Man. Really? Right? Is, I don't know. I think that's right. Really good. I really. Like I, I haven't. Um, I'm sad to say this. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. I I've been shopping Christmas uh, for my little cousins. Uh, they don't listen to the show. Hopefully. <laughs> if they do, you haven't rated and reviewed us over on iTunes yet. And it would be awkward between me and my aunt and my uncle, because that would be just... Paul, why do you say all these horrible things? Uh-huh. Okay, Paul, Thanks. you keep talking. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. And the thing is, you know, you, you, you go shopping at the Target or wherever you want to pick up... Uh, they, My little cousins are like six and seven. And they want uh, Disney Infinity, you know, 2.0, the superheroes, Guardians of the Galaxy. And you're totally into doing that, because you love superheroes. I love superheroes, and I'm like, yeah, I'll pick them out. So at the stores, they have a little tester stand, and you put the character on there, and the character pops up on the the television screen, and, you know, like, it shows you what the play field is going to be like and what the character can do. So it's a lot of fun to just sit there for, like, three, four minutes at the store and just, oh, like, Thor, cool. Let's see how he plays, like, in Disney Infinity. And he just put it on a little tester here, yeah. Uh, boom. Captain America, what's he do? I'm going to put yeah. him on the thing. Yeah, and, and that's all you do. Good. That's all you By do. By the way, I'm, I, you I'm pee back. quick. That's I, all I, I know. know. Well, I want to find out what you're saying about it. I started this conversation, and uh, I need to get back for it. Uh, but, uh... That's all that. Let's get into our main topic. Yeah. Hey. Hey. All right. Like I said at the start of the show, um, it's Christmas time, so now is the time for Christmas specials. Hopefully by now you've had a chance to check out the Bagging Board Holiday Spectacular number one. 
Um, if you haven't, well, go over to bangboard.com and check that out because all you have to do is click the link and then you can listen to it. Or if you sub- uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, it's already downloaded already, so you can listen to it while you're on your way to your uh, family Christmas. Or important meetings. Or important meetings. I'm sorry. Uh, it's Drake Bell is the voice of uh, Spider-Man and Disney Infinity. But who's he? Oh, okay. He's from Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. Oh, he's a Nickelodeon. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just, it isn't Donald Glover. Donald Glover did, does. Did that show before or after iCarly? Before iCarly. Uh, Josh was the fat one that lost all the weight. Yes. Uh, Donald Glover and does Josh it for. Josh is the fat, or the skinny one that gained all the weight? I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know. I've, I've never watched this show. Donald Glover does the voice for Spider-Man in Ultimate Spider-Man, Mike Morales. Mm. Or Miles Morales. Miles mm. Morales. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry. I just wanted to clear that up. Clear the air. Clear He's the clearing air. the air. Because there's a lot of cartoons. Just like we're going to clear the air of what Christmas specials and movies are our favorites that we want to watch this time of year. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, have like, had I mean, special this... any special relation to them that we do love. Yeah. And, I mean, I, th- I think it goes without saying, the Bag and Board Christmas specials are probably far and beyond the best ever done. Oh, well, you know, they're the most highly produced. <laughs> uh, definitely, we do not lack for any production value whatsoever on them. So, so those will not be on yeah, yeah. this list. Yeah, I mean, we, we give them away for free. Just and, download it. And also, it's it. it's like, you know, what they say about the New York Times bestseller. You know, it, it would the Bible would always be number one, so they just had to retire it. No, you can't, you can't, you can't list it anymore. So, it's right. the same thing. I, I wish I could, but I can't. I know we can't, can't list our own specials. I mean, it's it's fine. It happens. It, it happens. So, um, Chris, this... in, in celebration of our next special coming out, I decided to uh, say, like, hey, why don't why don't we give someone else something to cleanse the palate before <laughs> they get something best? <laughs> yeah, you know, this uh... is this is the. Uh, the little wafer cracker with your salami. This is something to take it with. Yeah, you're waiting for next. You're basically you have seven days before the next great Christmas special is unleashed upon your ear holes. Uh, so why not fill that time with some other lesser but still good and some of our favorite uh, Christmas specials? Exactly. So is there someone that wants to start it off, or is it going to be me because this is my baby? Um, I I can I can start it off if you want. Uh, uh, I have no preference. I was just wondering if anyone mm-hmm. had something that they needed to talk about so uh, much. I'm gonna throw this out there because this is something that I've loved. It's always held with me. It's how I learned what wassailing was. Uh, and this is from 1987. It's the claymation <laughs> Christmas special. It's hosted by two dinosaurs, Triceratops mm-hmm. and like a uh, T Rex. Uh, and it also has my favorite version of We Three Kings done by the California Grapes. Yes. Or, uh, California <laughs> Raisins. <laughs> well, they used to be grapes. They used to be grapes. Uh, and then, you know, they have the, the bells with the crazy bell who keeps wanting to ring himself. I love this thing. Uh, I just, while doing this, I looked up that I can buy it for like $19, and I'm thinking about it. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, but I gotta make sure that it's DVD and not VHS. <laughs> but it was just, it was something that we watched one year. It was on the That's next good. year. And then it was never on again. I never got to see it, but it was so great. For some reason, I loved it so much. It is really good. And it's, it's really well done. And, uh, I miss it. I want it. The closest what is, to... What's it called? Because I've been waiting for you to say what it is. Claymation Christmas Special. It's called... Just <laughs> it's called starring Christmas. starring the, the California, California Raisins. Yeah. Raisins. Why do we keep wanting to call them grapes? Uh, Will Vitton's... Will Vitton's Claymation Christmas. Uh, yeah. 19... It was, I remember I this. You can get Will it at Walmart Vitton. for nineteen forty nine. It's It Will is really Vitton. good. It has... It has... Four and a half star rating. It is really good. I remember this, and I think we might have taped it that one year it was out, because I remember watching it past the age of six. It had to be, because it's one of the really good ones. And I do remember learning what wassailing was, <laughs> because the one uh, dinosaur was obsessed with food. Yes. Was like, if it wasn't, you know, he wasn't interested in. And the only, the reason I like the bare naked ladies and uh Sarah McLaughlin, We Three Kings, is because it reminds me of the California Raisin version. Because <laughs> it's kind of a little bit more up-tempo. Oh my goodness, the the DVD that's out of Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas also has Halloween and Easter celebrations. Whoa! Whoa. Like, this is the only DVD you need. $19.49 plus $1.71 tax plus $4.97 shipping. Yeah, like, just get it shipped to store for free. I, I think I'll just go to the store and see if I can find mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, five star review. <laughs> Man. Great though. I, I, I loved it. <laughs> it was one of those great things that I enjoyed every couple years that i did get to watch it uh as a kid you know i liked watching this with my dad i liked watching christmas specials with you know we had the one tv like we were that family like we would watch tv get together as a family and uh one of my favorite things was getting together and watching christmas specials because mm. we knew it was going to be christmas themed <laughs> the one thing my dad hated absolutely hated is we would sit down and watch like the episode episode of macgyver or something in the middle of summer and it would it would be in reruns and it would be the christmas episode yeah take that one out of rotation he's like why do they do this and then like we would sit down in december like it'd be december 2nd and he's you know december 3rd you know right right in the beginning of december and he's ready for this christmas episodes and it would not be a christmas episode like, because they would go on holiday break and they would start, you know, that winter break for the, right at the beginning, like the last week of November, first week of December, they would do the big winter break thing. And then they would go into reruns and we sit down as a family and like, oh, it's the week before Christmas. They have to be doing the Christmas episode. No. It would just be like the fourth episode that you just saw a month ago. And you're like, what is this? My dad would just be like, they play it during the summer. <laughs> what are they doing? Why can't why can't they get this right? And so, you know, I, I I do really love the fact now we live in an age with Netflix where you can buy DVDs, whole seasons of shows that you love, and just 
be able to pop in that Christmas episode whenever you want. And man, I'm sorry, I'm setting the table. Yeah, yeah. You this is this is it. this is nine course. Like nine people are sitting here. This is gonna be a huge, huge table thing. setting. So and it's gonna be such a letdown when you say what it is. So and one of those things where I crack out the DVD every year about this time. It's it's Batman the animated series Christmas with a Joker. Oh, thank you so much because this is one of the ones that I had on my list. One, you have Mark Hamill as the Joker singing the freaking Jingle Bell song. <laughs> yep, and then he escapes He's on a like rocket Christmas on a rocket Christmas tree. How does he? How does he get those parts and build a rocket out of a Christmas tree? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's awesome. And he has Char- that, like... He has a murderous group of Charlies in the box, because those are not jack-in-the-boxes, my friends. Those are definitely Charlies in the box. And he has, like... Doesn't he appear in, like, on the black-and-white TV with the sweater mm-hmm. and the yeah. pipe in front of the yeah. fire and everything? Because the thing is, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson are going to finally sit down and watch It's they're, a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> because... Dick Grayson's like, what, you've never seen it? You love it, Batman. It's about how one person can change the entire fate of it, one whole city. And Batman's like, huh, that is apropos of what I do. <laughs> let's, let's watch this, Batman. He doesn't actually say that. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch that. Let's watch that, chum. Chum. Alfred, would you mind making up some popcorn? I would. I just don't know the recipe. Alfred, do you mind doing all this other stuff while we're going to relax and watch a Christmas no, special you... with the family? Well, Alfred stands in the back. While they watch. <laughs> they, they end up watching it in two huge lazy boys, and I'm like, yeah, Alfred doesn't... There's no other scene. <laughs> They're Joey and Chandler. There's no other scene. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> have you never watched Friends? No, but I know this. <laughs> what? I'm I'm sorry. Okay, this is one of those moments where we take a a pause, but not a pause where people don't hear it. Paul, have you never watched the '90s sitcom Friends? I know what the Friends is. It's this. <laughs> you know, I you know what the Friends is. Okay. <laughs> there's Monica with a uh, and the, the, there's a there's, girl. There's the Monica that everybody wanted her hair cut. Yep. I know. There's I know Monica. her because of the hair. Uh, there's the. Other girl that they said was that that got married to the guy that was kind of funny, and I still don't understand why they're together. Courtney Cox. Okay, okay. New podcast. New podcast. <laughs> Paul describes friends <laughs> on the Begnabor Network. Just you know, Monica is Courtney Cox. No. She plays her. And I love that, like the funny guy, Arquette. You think Arquette's the funny guy? <laughs> That nobody likes, but he's still there. Well, how else do you describe him? He's kind of... <laughs> okay, the Rachel with the hair, then. The Rachel with the hair. The Rachel. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everybody's that doing the Rachel. The character on the Friends. Okay. Yes. <laughs> then you had the Monica, who used to be fat, There's but the then Monica. she got skinny. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, David Schwimmer. Who was <laughs> David Schwimmer is the Who's David on. Schwimmer. That's, right. that's obsessed with, who's obsessed with the Rachel. But, Paul. He also likes dinosaurs. Oh, cool! He's a paleontologist. He's a paleontologist. Does will he tell me which dinosaurs are real and which he, dinosaurs he are works, not? He works at the museum. Oh, cool! Uh, there's the guy that was in Lost in Space. 
and Joey. Joey. Who <laughs> the says, guy that was in Lost in Space. <laughs> the character from the show that got his own spinoff, Joey. It <laughs> had his own spinoff? <laughs> yeah. You know what Friends is in? Friends. <laughs> you know what Friends is not? Mad about you. Mad about you. It's a great show. Paul likes mad about you. <laughs> it's such like Mad about you is such like a depressing old man show. No, no. It rises you up. Spells. <laughs> 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 All right. You still got some more characters you need to describe okay. here. So you got Joey. Joey, who was okay, in Lost in Joey. Space. Who's in Lost in he Space? He was badass in Lost in Space. I yeah, will say that. Who's? But I, I didn't like the weird space monkey that they threw in, yeah. but made up for the fact that uh, Lacey Chabert was in it. Uh, he's how you doing? That's that's Joey. Uh, he is the guy that's how you doing. <laughs> and then you got Chandler. Chandler. Who, which he, John just mentioned, so I know his name. Uh, <laughs> who plays a Republican on West Wing. Uh, and he, uh, talks with a higher voice the more than, he talks. Than you've gotten right now in a couple of these. <laughs> yeah. It was you. It was you. Uh, you got real high pitch a couple yeah, times. Yeah. When he's asking a question, could he, Paul he says, be any more high pitched? <laughs> Is that, Paul won't get that joke, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, because people say that. And then you have uh, the person that actually had the most education, the girl that had the most education, but playing Phoebe, who was the dunce that was the guitar singer in the coffee shop. And the whole reason why that the episode of How I Met Your Mother, Swarly, was supposedly funny was because they were in a coffee shop and they're like, yeah, hanging out in a bar is is much better than hanging out in a coffee shop because it was making fun of friends. Mm. Right? Sure. I know the ten gentles. Now, how about this? Who's Gunther? Oh! Way to bring it back. I have no idea who Gunther is. (laughs) Who's Gunther? Who's Gunther? Okay. Who did Tom Selleck play in this show? Tom Selleck's in it? Tom Selleck's in it. He plays Magnum P.I. Nope. Then I don't need to know. Giovanni Rubisi's in it, too. Who? Um... (laughs) Here's the thing, Paul. John and I are going to talk. You Google Giovanni Rubisi. I like, don't oh. even know how to spell that. Try. I Google <laughs> will be like, oh, you mean this guy. Um, did Gunther actually own the coffee shop or was he just the manager? They just worked there. I think he, he was, was like in the manager. every episode, even though he only spoke in probably like five of them. Yeah, he was in a ton of episodes. I spelled it so wrong, it came up with a recipe, baked pasta with broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you see the movie Ted, Paul? No. Did you see the movie Paul, Paul? No. Right. We we already covered this, like, a hundred episodes He was ago. in Dad's, My Two Dad's, The New Leave It to Beaver, Davis Rules, Family Ad. Oh, Family Album. Giovanni Rubisi. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at his picture, and I'm like, no. Doesn't. Oh, Paul doesn't watch this. Saving Private Ryan, you've seen that, right? Yes. He's the medic that gets shot. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Long way to get to this point, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. So, so your Christmas special that you love, Paul. Batman, the animated series, Christmas with the Joker. Just a lot of fun. He's wearing a fun. cardigan. It's great. <laughs> 
It's, it's great. Really good. It's so good. So good. Mama Lawful, Daddy Lawful, and Baby Lawful. <laughs> Harvey uh, Bullock is Baby Lawful. So good. And it's episode two. <laughs> Wait, episode that, two of the series. That was episode two of the series? The first episode is a Halloween episode because it's Man Bat. Yeah. And then oh, episode wait. two is a Christmas episode. They wow. didn't mess around with that. They're like, no, we're starting. We're going. Okay. Holidays. We need it, to have the, the Christmas episode early enough so then we can rerun it during <laughs> Christmas. They better do it. It's a great episode, and this was actually one of my picks. Um, Solely because, like, it has the Joker singing the Joker song. Yeah. And at the end, like, after they, like, you know, Batman and Robin clean up the streets, they finish watching um, It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life. And then Batman's like, or Bruce Wayne's like, it has its moments. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so, like, nonplussed about it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they, like, wasn't one of the... Oh, this is one of those things where I'm about to say, like, isn't this, this, and I can't remember, so it completely sidebars, so we're going to be off track. So I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> that happens. Chris, yeah. other than the Batman episode, which is great. Oh, it's so uh, And the Claymation Christmas special. Yes, which is also great, and which I agree with I that. I have put on my show script so I can look into it, because I know it is, I've seen It is this. so good. But I don't remember it. Uh, what, 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 what else is on your list of, like, it's not Christmas until I watch. Okay, mine is one of those, it's not Christmas till I've seen this, but I haven't seen it in like four years now because it didn't become that Christmas thing for me until I actually bought it off of, uh, Amazon. And it's Disney's Prep and Landing. Oh, okay, I've seen it. Paul, you've actually seen this, but you haven't seen Friends? Right. I don't. Okay. I don't know what this is, Chris. Describe it to me. It's actually okay. pretty um, cute. <clears throat> prep and Landing is the story of two of Santa's Christmas elves who are part of his Prep and Landing team. This is the team of elves that make sure your house is clear before Santa arrives. That way, there's nobody awake, no creatures stirring. Cookie. There's cookies present. Milk's the right temperature. They put up the signal. Santa comes, delivers your presents. They move on to the next house. They're like stealth ninja elves. And this is the story of Wayne and Lanny, two elves. Wayne's kind of the guy that's been doing this for 200 years, and he has his uh, new partner, Lanny, who is fresh out the box, first mission, here we go. And they they fail, but they come together to make Christmas actually happened for a family. Uh, when I first saw this, it was like, yes, this is the Christmas special I want. All CGI. They, what? All CGI. All CGI. Um, Which when it first came out, that was kind of a big deal because it was a 30-minute episode or, you know, television special all in CGI. All in CGI. Uh, created by... Um, Oh my god, I, I feel bad because I'm blanking out his name, but I love his work. Um, Chris... I, I want to say Chris Sarandon, but that's not him, because that's the guy that voiced... Uh, Jeff Skellington and was... 
Chris Williams. Chris, Chris Williams. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Um, who created Lilo and Stitch. Um, executive producer John Lasseter. Who, if you know Pixar, you're welcome. Um, it, it's such a fun story. And then they brought it back a year later for Prep and Landing, Naughty and Nice. And this was done as the, hey, we want this to be the Christmas special that people watch every Christmas. And I was like, yeah, I will. And then they didn't have any more, <laughs> which made me really sad. And I actually bought it on DVD because I've, I've been wanting this for years. I haven't seen it since it originally premiered. This is something I feel like should exist, should be a thing. I believe I remember people, I remember seeing the commercials for it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. People don't know about it or they haven't seen it. I, and I'm it's surprised. it's got heart, it's <clears> fun. <throat> it's it's short in Christmas special time cuz it's only a half hour. It was done as mm-hmm. like one of those things like, "Hey, Watch this on ABC, and meanwhile, we're going to show you commercials for all this other stuff. But it's so well done. Um, Dave Foley does one of the voices on it. If you're a fan of Kids in the Hall, you should probably have seen this by now. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Kids in the Hall. <clears throat> but it doesn't mean I've seen everything that Dave Foley's done. It, it's okay. I used to love Celebrity Poker. Celebrity Poker was good. He, he's He has such like a warm voice. But it's still so sarcastic and like he believes everything he's saying though. It's, it's perfect. It won primetime anime, oh, primetime Emmy awards for outstanding animation program for programming less than an, one hour. That's a thing? Yeah, apparently. What it, was it up against? I have no idea. Paul, you're Googling this. I Well, I clicked on <laughs> awards, and that's what it came up with. It doesn't okay. show me the other nominees for 2010. There, sh- there should be some sort of footnote there that you can hit to see what else Let's it see. was up against. No, it, it gives me... Oh, okay, 2010. Uh, The Ricky Gervais Show, The Simpsons, South Park, Alien Earths. Okay, well, I've heard of three of those. Um, This is one of those things that... I want to be in my annual rotation now. Like, I want to be like, hey, it's Christmas time. Let's sit down and watch Prep and Landing. And this is the first year that it actually happened. So, hey, hey tradition. You win. I am so jealous. And, Lex- and Lexi said she enjoyed it. Uh, right now, guys, I am so jealous that both of these things that you've been able to find and purchase. Because... Uh, I sent Chris a link from YouTube to watch uh, <laughs> We Three Kings by the I just California got it. Raisins. I'll wait until we're done recording. Because uh, right now I have the hardest time finding one of my favorite Christmas episodes, and it's it's recent. You know, it's not well, not ludicrous recent, but it's recent. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, a Lost Clause. One, it's probably one, it's, it is one, it is my favorite Christmas cartoon episode. Uh, it is so great. Uh, I'm a big fan of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, but they do not include it in the seasons on iTunes. See, I, I like Foster's, but I've never seen this. Like, you know why? Because you can't, you can't find it. 
it's you can't buy it, you can't download it. You can you can find like scrubby versions of it on YouTube, but it's still kind of like oh, it's a scrubby version on YouTube. It's not as good. I've I've seen it a few times. Uh, back when my dad actually had a TiVo hooked up to the TV, I had that shit on TiVo, and I'm like. For the three years that it was out and I lived at home, that thing stayed on the TiVo. Mm. We did not delete it. Your, that... da- does, your dad doesn't have the TiVo anymore? No. Would he still have it, but it's like unplugged in the basement? Maybe. Because you should take a look, because it might yeah, still be on that TiVo. Home. We should find it. No, you should find it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, my dad loves it, too, because it's just so heartwarming, so great. It's all about uh, the main character. If you've ever seen Foster's, you know what I'm talking about. Mac... Uh, he dreamt up his imaginary friend, whose name is Blue. Uh, he's now uh, 10 years old, and he's a little too old to have an imaginary friend, so his mom makes him take him to the foster home for imaginary friends. Uh, he strikes up a deal with the, uh, the person that runs, Madam Foster, who runs the foster home for imaginary friends. As long as Matt comes and visits Blue once a day, she, he will never be adopted. He will just stay in the home, and he will be Mac's imaginary friend forever. Mac agrees, but he's 10 years old. Maybe he's getting a little too old to believe in Santa and imaginary friends and stuff. And this is his crisis of confidence in Santa Claus. Because, uh, well, he, he's getting helping the, the other imaginary friends in this foster home for our imaginary friends decorate for Christmas. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door, and it's Santa Claus. And then... Another knock at the door, and there's another Santa Claus, and another Santa Claus, and another Santa Claus. Because at this time of year, kids are so hyped up on on uh, Christmas, they start imagining Santa Claus over and over again, and they just house gets just flooded with uh, all these uh, Santa Clauses. So he's like, "Wait, if they're not the real Santa, is there a real Santa?" And it's this heartwarming tale of how he comes to grips with this. It's great, a lot of fun. A lot of fun characters in it. Sounds Eduardo fun. Amazing. I'm gonna put this uh, out to you, Paul. Though. Yeah. How do you come to grips with this next beer that we're drinking? Ooh, Feast of Fools. It's got a nice raspberry taste to it. It's is this supposed to taste like anything else? Raspberry stout. Okay, good. Because it's doing that. It's not very stouty though. It's you know there's not much stout to it. It's got a nice crisp raspberry to it. This is uh, Feast of Fools 2014 from Magic Hat Brewing. It's a uh, 6% alcohol by, by volume. This is limited release. Holiday Raspberry Stout. This is the one, Chris, that we had uh, a few years ago that you could only get at the brewery, and I had a friend that went out picked me up a couple bottles, and we've ha- we've had this before. Now they're they're putting it out, and you can buy it in stores. Nice. It's nice. It's, it's, it's easy drinking. Easy drinking. Raspberry, a little bit bitter chocolate mm-hmm. on the back from the stout. Easy drinking raspberry beer. It's not that full mouth stout that I like. You know, it's a very easy drink. You know, I say easy drinking. I kind of mean watery. But that raspberry is the one thing that slows you down because that it has a nice tartness to it, but also sweet. Yeah. So... But it's it doesn't feel it doesn't have that full you know like rich mouth feel that I like from a stout. Yeah, no, I understand. Especially <laughs> since I get so spoiled with milk stouts now. It's so. very true, but but I think and eggnog blending blending fruit in mm-hmm. stouts is a very difficult thing, and this is a very nice 
raspberry yeah. stout. Mm-hmm. It's like as if you made your own snake bite, but then just stirred it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, before you tell us your hey. next Christmas special that you love, uh, are you drinking something new? Oh, I am, of course, drinking something new. And kind of like I talked about at the beginning, uh, this is also from Founders, and you can get this bottled, because this is the first time Founders has bottled it in a couple of years. This is the Dark Rye. Hmm. And it should be out your way pretty soon. Uh, yeah, it. I think they just finished bottling it, and it should be sent out within uh, the month. Between December and January, we'll be getting it. When you see this, um, run out and get it. Well, it's not a stand-in for the Ithaca 14. <laughs> Was <laughs> that the year we went yes. crazy for yep. Ithaca? Okay. Um, it has to be because there's no 14s left. Yeah, this is a suitable. No, we have one more 14 down in the basement. What? Yeah. We're, oh we're saving, we gotta save that for when we're all together. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'll be there in January, guys. Uh, <laughs> well, we gotta wait till 17 comes out. <laughs> That'll be in April. <laughs> That's three months away from when I'll be there. Well, it just gives uh, us more reason to get together again. Uh, I guess I can still be friends with you. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh. Well, they, you, you know. guys often ask why you're friends with me, so it's understandable. <laughs> hey, pay attention to that note because you'll hear it in the Christmas special. Um, <laughs> this is a really nice light dark beer. You get a nice little like hoppy note on it, and then you get that rye on the back end that just kind of, like, carries through on that. Oh, it's really good. I'm glad I got a growler of this. Um, more so than the Chronic. This is something that I will continue to drink because I like it, not just because I already paid for it, and it's in the refrigerator. Um, so when you see this there in bottles... Definitely grab it because it's really good. Not quite 14, um, but you know what? If it's what you can get, if it's what you can get, it's what you get. It's what you get, and it's still really, really good. Nice. I'm looking forward to that beer coming out. So uh, we will probably oh, have God. it on the show, uh, if not just in our <laughs> personal lives. It's it's not as deep. I don't know if that makes. Since not having uh, just tasted it, there's not a lot of depth to it, but it still hits that same note that the 14 has. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I'm also looking forward to hearing what your next Christmas special is. Me? Yeah, you, silly. Okay. Because uh, when Paul started talking about Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends... And he was talking about Mac and his imaginary friend. It just made me think about the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas <laughs> special. I've seen that. Wait, you've seen it or you heard people talk about no, it? No, no. I've se- You guys used to talk it up and said it was such a great show. And then uh, I borrowed it from somebody I worked with and watched it. And was like, this is horrible. This Why do these guys talk about it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because here's the only things you need to uh, carry away from it. 
is when it comes to Christmas time, you grab that vodka and you glug, 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 glug. Yep. Danny DeVito running naked out of a leather sofa. <laughs> I do enjoy that. And the, then the parade of Santas. That robots are always cool. Things oh, oh. don't change. And then throwing rocks at trains. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, no, no, you go over to your neighbor's house <laughs> and you want to wrap presents there. It's <laughs> it's such a terrible Christmas special, but you, you know, looking back on the rest of the uh, adventures that the Always Sunday game has gone out on, um, it's very much in line. It's a lot of fun. Definitely a lot more blue in the humor, but it, mm-hmm. it's. It's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. And it's one of those things that I'm looking forward to watching again, because now it's on Netflix, too. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's definitely fun. Um, I'm going to go with my second. Are we doing three? Uh, I, we're going. I, I picked a bunch, just in case. Mm-hmm. Let, let's do three. Okay. Okay. Because I'm going to give you my two favorite Christmas movies. My number two Christmas movie... Scrooged. Yep. Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Uh, Paul does not like Charles Dickens. You, you know, this is way better than with, your Christmas Carol. With getting kicked in the balls. Hey, yeah. <laughs> By a fairy elf thing? Christmas past. Uh, no, she was... Present? Present. She was present, she yeah. Was present. Past was the cab driver. Cab driver, yep. Uh, this is fun. Just a fun movie. It has heart. $85 uh, gift of meat right there. Yeah. Veal. Veal. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Paul, for letting us know that you know quotes from it. Yes. Thank you. Every time I try to talk, you just throw a quote. Uh, I didn't do that. Well, also, we've threatened to make this our Christmas special and make Paul Bill Murray, because I don't know, folks, if you know this, but Paul hates Bill Murray. Don't hate Bill Murray. He hates Bill Murray. Just he hates Bill, he Murray. Isn't my, hates Bill Murray. He's not my favorite he Ghostbuster. Hates, he hates Bill Murray. Not my favorite because Ghostbuster. Because he hates Bill Murray. Because he hates Bill Murray. <laughs> well, all those old episodes are up. They're, they can find that episode where we were like, whoa, 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 <laughs> you hate Bill Murray? Uh, also look out for the one where he hates Tom Hanks. <laughs> not a draw. I'm not going to watch uh, Christmas, the Christmas Train movie. I just don't care. <laughs> oh no! Well, no, Polar Exp- watch that. Polar Express. Don't care. Don't care. Not on our list of Christmas ch- specials. You know why? That Coco song is stupid. I don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. Oh my you god! Know why? I forgot about Coco. Paul, how do you know about Coco but don't know friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Scrooged. Because um... Mad About You was no, because they were on the same network. Never mind. <laughs> Paul, uh... you have to be either the. Oh, is this picking up? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I dropped. I'm sorry. Paul, you've mentioned Mad About You like four times now. You have to be either the biggest Helen Hunt fan <laughs> ever, or the biggest Paul Reiser fan, or the biggest the guy that played Cousin Ira fan. Uh, well, here's the thing. He did. He mentioned my two dads on this. Paul Reiser was in my two dads. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. I think he's a Paul Reiser fan. Makes sense. 
His name's Paul. His name's and Paul. he rises that, it. That means shit, because you won't see the movie Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's a lowercase p. It just grammatically doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Scrooge. Scrooge. Do aliens get capitals? <laughs> uh, yeah, because it, when you write it in the English language, it does. Let's just keep on not letting John explain Scrooge. Because <laughs> it's hilarious for me. Chris just likes to be withholding. Chris, what's your number three? You get to start this round. No, no, you, you get to no, go I, twice. I just we went. snake it. You snake I went it, John. first. I went first. Chris has not had a chance to start it. Yeah, no, he started the very first time. It's your turn to no, start. No, I started the first time. Oh. Okay. Always Sunny was your number two. You, was it my number two? Yeah, yeah, you are starting it with your number three. Did everyone else give them number two? Yes. yes. I just did my number two, because Paul went, then you, then me, and now you start. Oh, my. You threw me a curveball there, because I was not expecting it. Wait, you is, got a whole list? This is, this is this is how we do our round robins. This I is didn't know we were doing We always do a round robin. Paul started. No, you started. I, you, you started I round said, two. I started round two, yes. I mean, this is how the show works. You need to keep up. Five I, years, I, man. Five years. Just saying. I'm, I'm sorry. I was not keeping up. You had um, a list. Okay, I'm kind of torn between my next two, so I'm going to throw them both out there Go and ahead. see which one sticks. Because, I mean, what do you think Christmas? Do you think a Christmas carol? And Carol King being a fairy, nailing somebody in the junk. I wish I could take no. Scrooge, but John already beat me to it. Well, you could have talked about it, but people decided <laughs> not to let me talk about it. So <laughs> That's the show! You've been listening for five years, <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I've I'm putting out there. Five years. We do it to me <laughs> constantly. We do it to Chris. Well, I don't, I, we do it to yeah, everybody. We, we do it to everyone. I know. Okay. I'm telling him that he needs to keep up on this shit. <laughs> it's hard to keep up on this shit. Five years. I I was tr- uh, trying to decide what I wanted to go with as I was talking about what I wanted to go with. Because when you think Christmas, you think a Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. And if there's one you could only pick over a bag and board carol... Alistair it, Sims. No. No? No, you're going to say something with uh, some so, something with more felt. I I was thinking about a Muppets Christmas Carol. I was leaning more towards that than Mickey's Christmas Carol, which was the other one I was wrestling with. The Mickey's because, one. Because yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol with Michael Caine playing Scrooge. Probably the best puppet based <laughs> Christmas Carol adaptation you could find. I I couldn't tell you another that stands <laughs> as as tall as that one. Oh, oh. Okay. What? Why do we fall? Why do we fall? So we can enjoy Christmas. <laughs> Blows the doors off <laughs> the fry. But I all no, the, the doors off of Christmas, Paul. Mister Fezziwick. I, I can't do one. I can't do one. I'm horrible. I can't do an impression. I don't know. It's it it's was a Christmas Carol adaptation. There's a lot yeah, of was only like, like six muppetness to it, but <laughs> it's fantastic. I can't do it. <laughs> six ten years old. It is fantastic. It, it is, is great. great. Uh, it's on Netflix. I'm so happy about it. 
It, it's on Netflix, and that alone is reason to check it out. I need to see if Play you're a fan of the Muppets at all, and why wouldn't you be? Because the Muppets are great. <laughs> and I think Paul's the only person that's not a fan of the Muppets ever. I'm, um, I'm a fan of the Muppets! I stood in line, I watched the thing in the... In the at I Disney watched World. the thing at the thing, and there were things. <laughs> it's It's got everything you want. And probably the best part of, of it things. is the Marley and Marley song mm-hmm. yeah. from Settler and Waldorf. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know which of you was going to speak first, but whatever you said afterwards, I was going to go, ooh. So thank you. <laughs> uh, Paul's was better than yours. <laughs> oh, he, did, he sounded better. No, he sounded better. I'm sorry. He His was better. Thank you. My... You're, both of your Michael Caines were so much better than mine, so I, at least can I could do you, can one you thing. Can do your Michael Caine? Okay. I cannot do a Michael Caine. I tried we three, used to do that, though. I, did, I tried three times, and I just can't do it. I just don't know why I can't do it. For Christmas, can you do it again? For Christmas, I can try. She was 16 years <laughs> old. It was your father's Christmas. <laughs> that isn't just your house. I have to do this thing with my lips where I put my lips out. It's like a duck face that he's done. <laughs> lips I put my lips out. He, he does do, a duck to face. To do my Michael Caine. For Michael Caine. It was your father's Christmas. Oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I got chills. <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie, and I'm just like, ooh. Ooh. Job. <laughs> John. What, what's your second? What, what yeah. is, what's this the is my one? number oh, we one. We talk about Muppets more, because fuck you, Paul. Muppets are the best. <laughs> Muppets are great. I love Muppets. I, I tried to throw an interview at the Disney store by talking up about, uh, about how great the Muppets were. Not realizing that that earlier, like, that year, they just bought the Muppets. Like, so yeah, I love the Muppets. Way to blow it, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even fail at a job interview correctly. It's horrible. horrible. Ah, it, it's, it has everything you want from a Christmas carol. Yes. Plus Muppets, plus, plus songs. C- plus CGI. And it doesn't get overly depressing when Tiny Tim comes on. <laughs> it's good. He's looking over a hill. On the top of a hill. He would really like it. That is that is sad, though, when Zed. Kermit is... Talking, yeah, yeah, when Bob Crash is talking about Tiny Tim's death. No, it's Kermit. <laughs> it is Kermit. <laughs> They're all who they are. He's gonna die soon. Hmm. I can't do Kermit. You gotta do Heidi Ho. You gotta say Hi. I can do this for Fozzie. Let me let me get in character. Get in okay, character. Get in character. Think about it. You're a bear. You wear a bow tie. And he loved puns. People don't think you're funny. Don't wear a bow tie. I wear a handkerchief. It's kind of. Wow. He's kind of a bow tie. Nice, nice. Yeah. That was a good Fozzie. That's all I can do is that. Wow. Very good. Thank you. I I made the mistake or had the fortune of liking Fuzzy Bear on Facebook. <laughs> so every now and then I get Muppet related posts from Fuzzy Bear. And every time I do it's some sort of terrible pun. And then I'm like, okay, that was good. Because Fuzzy, one of my favorite Muppets. Dr. Teeth. John? Dr. Teeth is good. Uh, I've always been a Gonzo fan. 
He's a good one. I like Rolf a lot. Rolf's good. I like Sweetums too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sweetums is great. Because no matter what, no matter where you're going, he's gonna be chasing after you. Hey, take me with you. He's like the Ryan Gosling of Muppets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that a notebook reference? <laughs> Sorry, John. Did you? Were you going next to us? Oh, John is. Uh, because I started one, so I started the last one, so I have to go last. Alright. Uh, so this is my absolute favorite. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. This just in, Lexi wants to talk about her favorite Muppet. Oh, sure. Let's go, Lexi. My favorite Muppet is Miss Piggy. Because it's. Because you're the, a girl. No, because I, it's the only choice for self-respecting women and or drag queens. <laughs> of which I could be one or the other you choose. I love that what, you started this as if you're, you're you are handing in a fourth grade book report <laughs> where you you state the like question again. You, you state the question again. My favorite Muppet is. You then you say who it is, and then you give two sentences of why that is the correct choice. It's the power paragraph, Paul. It is it never fails. It does not. Power paragraph, Paul. Alliteration. <laughs> Suck it. But what about Janice? Oh, Janice is good, but she never opens her eyes. She doesn't. I would say um, Skeeter, Skeeter before Janice. Oh, yeah, Skeeter. No, I was just saying for another, that's the only other, or Camilla, the, the only females <laughs> I know. Female females. Holy crap. Re- yeah, we've never, never yeah. thought about that before. Janice, Miss Piggy, Skeeter. Skeeter's not a girl. Miss Skeeter? Not Scooter. Oh, Skeeter from the cartoon. Skeeter, his she, twin sister from Muppet Babies. Yeah, she never, but she's never a real character. She's just from the Muppet Babies. Yeah. Are there any others? No. Besides just like random. No, like, nothing pig besides. Woman. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Camilla is like an ant. An animals band, just to be well, clear no, about who Camilla her, is. Right? Her and Gonzo are definitely fucking. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a chick. She's the one. <laughs> she's the one who's like Fuck purple. You, she's no, like Paul, purple no. with yellow hair. Just, I'm, Paul. That, no, it's the chicken. Camilla. Oh, but no. What about the chick from Animals Band? That's Janice. <laughs> okay, Janice. Like, well, man. Like. Yes. Okay, but I didn't know who Janice was. But Chris, but get, I, I getting just back know her to as the chick who's purple with yellow hair. But Paul's getting joke back to berating Camille's a chick because it's a chicken. Which, as soon as like he said that, and I took the two seconds, and I was like, "Oh, Paul, <laughs> so good." Maybe oh. Gonzo's just a very proud chicken farmer. He's a chicken fucker. <laughs> I, I see what you did with that word there, but I, I think I meant farmer. <laughs> he does no- seem a little bit too excited about Camilla the chicken. Yeah. Oh, they, they boned. Yeah. <laughs> They're an item. There's no other female Muppets, though. No. I would hate to be a Muppet fan looking up for a uh, female role model. Miss Piggy, though. She's too diva. She's too diva. Yeah, but why? She, why she, is no? But why is being proud of yourself and being like I'm the best a bad thing? She's the Taylor Swift Miss, of Muppets. Miss no, Piggy. whoa, whoa. 
let's let's not say that she's a Taylor Swift. There, no, Miss Piggy. The thing with Miss Piggy, it's fine to say you're the best and you're great. The thing is, she will tear and pe- other people. With the immediate defense of Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, she will. Where where she differs from Taylor Swift is, uh, she will immediately tear somebody else down to prove that she's better. Where Taylor with Swift, no, Taylor 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 Swift just writes songs about it. She's ever dated. Not all of them. There's some great so- love songs, you know, uh, about people that she thought she was really in love with and let get away. That she thought the being the Q word there. Well, because I believe that there's only one love for anybody, so. Paul, you just wanted her to write a song about you. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. no, he and went, but, trip. but <laughs> I'd rather us go on a shopping trip because she would pick out the coolest clothes for me. <laughs> and pay for them. You know, kind of rude if she didn't. It's kind of like a, you want a pretty woman situation, I do but want a you pretty being woman. pretty woman. <laughs> that would be Julia Roberts. <laughs> exactly, oh, John. No. I didn't realize it until you spelled it out for me. That is exactly what I want. I want Taylor Swift to be my Richard Gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will wear a purple wig. Okay. A purple so, so Paul, it's Christmas. Taylor Swift is your Richard Gere. What do you want to be on TV as your Christmas special? As my Christmas special? Oh, man. We picked so many good ones now. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> Where are we at? I don't know. I, I, right now, uh, Kim and I, we just got through all the Christmas episodes of uh, How I Met Your Mother. They're all... None of those have registered on my... Uh... How Lily Stole Christmas. Watching. Oh, okay. okay That's the episode season. I know I watched because I watched all of How I Met Your Mother. Is really that the good? one where, like, they show up at the airport? No, no, that's, uh, that's a, okay. this three-day storm. And that one's great. Uh, no, like, okay, that explain more. Uh, How Lily Stole Christmas is, uh, it's right after Lily and Marshall get back together, uh, after she comes back from San Francisco. And, uh, they bring out the old answering machine, and there was a message on there where, uh, Ted calls Lily a Grinch. But he didn't use the word Grinch. And, and it blows up. A lot of fun. Just, you know, it's how I met your mother. It's a good episode, solid episode, how I met your mother. But it isn't that Christmas special. That, you know, that level of Christmas special. I think we're gonna get to it. Uh, no, no. And then I, we've watched, you know, all the episodes. Are you setting the table again? <laughs> I so set the table. It takes so long to set the table. Oh, my God. But the one... I, Scrooge. Get... My Scrooge was so quick. Boom. I like that. Next. Okay. Oh, Boom. And, I like and that. everyone's like, yes, yeah, Scrooge. Okay. Yeah. Let's lay it out. You do more talking than we're going to even discuss about this. <laughs> I I like to go through on Netflix and just watch all those Christmas episodes over and over again. That's How I Met Your Mother, New Girl, West Wing. The, that okay. okay. Those you like those, those Christmas specials? Paul, I'll watch those Christmas. Paul, your taste in TV shows just made me be like, <laughs> Are we recording a podcast or forming a Let's Lynch Paul Club? <laughs> 
Okay, can you say that one more time? So, How I Met Your Mother, there's the two episodes that are definitely really Christmas-themed. Uh, Sympathy, Sympathy of Illum- or Symphony of Illumination and How Lily C- Stole Christmas. John, go ahead and play it. Why are we friends with Tom? <laughs> <laughs> there's the two episodes of, uh, of New Girl, the 23rd, and also... Uh, I can't remember the other episode's name right now. And then there's the two... Ep- what did you think about this Christmas episode? I didn't see it yet. Oh, they're at the airport? No, I haven't seen it. And I haven't watched New Girl in like two years. The Christmas? I haven't and they got the it. presents and they're all going... That's No, no, you're you're thinking of the uh, Full House episode where they get stuck at the airport and they were supposed to be someplace else. And Santa oh Claus, God. they weren't sure if Santa Claus would know where they are. And then on the conveyor belt for the luggage, all the Christmas presents show up. Mm. Right, oh my Lexi? gosh, pause. I got to tell you something so funny. Okay, we're going to pause it now. Pause so don't pause it. Because Why would you really tell us to pause it, though? Okay, I didn't pause. I did pause it, but I didn't pause it. Go ahead. There is a band called Funkle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were excited because I mentioned the Full House episode, but okay. Funkle Jesse, though. Listen to me. I'm listening. Isn't I'm, that funny? I'm all ears. I'm ready to hear what you have to say. Uncle Jesse is funny. <laughs> are they a good band? No, it is a band. They are oh, Funkalicious. So are they good, though? Have you listened to them? I don't know, them? but... Yes, like, they are. What does it matter with a name like Funkle Jesse? Like, what really does it matter? I'm not sure. When someone when someone comes on stage and they're like, we're Funkle Jesse, don't you just start clapping right away? That's what I would do. Yeah. If he didn't, it would be how rude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Paul. Paul with the joke. I love it. Paul. <laughs> have you ever watched Full House? <laughs> I can't even talk. Paul, have you yes, seen the show? Yes, I, I just explained the Christmas episode of Full House. Doesn't mean you've watched Full House. You could have heard people talking about it. That dumbass cat. Look at him put his paw in there. What do you think is in there, Chief? By the way, Ben Franklin the cat is like putting his like paw in the dresser drawer. He thinks like, there's trees in it. there. He thinks there's trees in there. He loves seafood. Hmm. Hmm. You guys get your Christmas cards? Yes. yes thank you. I, I uh, sent you I, a message I on mean, Facebook. Uh, they thank better you. be on your fridges, bitches. Uh, I keep them on the, you know, that TV bench that we have, and we put all our Christmas cards there. Oh. And I have, you know, this little origami-style uh, ceramic swans? Yeah. I have it uh, basically perched in that, so it's standing hey, up right. Hey, we're perched on a swan. Yeah. Hey, guess how many pictures of Paul's dog are on Paul's Christmas card. I Just have, guess. I have no idea. I did not see that. Do you know how many? John, can you venture a guess uh, how many uh, pictures I'm pretty pictures sure it's about seven to Christmas eight card? pictures. How many? Seven to eight. Actually, I counted them for a grand total of ten dog <laughs> pictures. He's a shitty dog, Paul. Ten. Ten dog pictures. There's two pictures, or three pictures of What's Ben Franklin, though, right? There's two no, pictures. Two, two, two. two. But, but he's wearing like he's wearing a Santa's beard and hat. Ampersand on your card, Paul. Paul Nobody wants question. to look at me, Paul. What? How many pictures of you and Kate are on your Christmas card? I'm guessing zero. Zero. <laughs> Nailed it. 
I got. I just. I just want to say this. I opened up that card, and I pull it out of the envelope, and I go, "This isn't a Taylor Swift card." That's the same thing. That's what I told Kate. I'm like, "What are we doing?" He really seriously did. Like, I guarantee you. Like, I got that. I got. I got their card, and then I waited for Chris to get home. And as I was opening it, he was like, "I bet it's going to be a Taylor Swift card." As we pulled it out of the envelope. That's that's exactly what I, I pulled it out and went. This isn't Taylor Swift. You guys should have told Kate and just thrown it out. You should have just like, no, I'm messaging Kate right now on the Facebook. I I left yours on my kitchen Paul, table. What happened I, last year that you didn't buy the Taylor Swift cards? No, we did. I don't know why we're doing these pictures. I really don't. Ten dog pictures. Ten. Ten of them. He's adorable, though, so... Nope. He's a a shit dog. Not ten pictures adorable. I mean, like, three or four at best. (laughs) I mean, Chris and Lexi nailed it. Two pictures of the cat. And the cat's wearing a beard and a hat. Oh, he was pissed off Thank you, John. Thank you, John, because Chris was mad that I put the beard and the hat in the cat. He Uh, was mad about it, and I said, hey, this will be cool. I do have to say, Caitlin pointed that out to me this morning. She's like... Oh, he's wearing a beard. Do you think he's eating it? I I have not seen the cards that you've gotten. So Whoa! No, no, I've seen your podcast over. Podcast over. <laughs> I've seen your Christmas card, Paul. No, Why I have you not seen our Christmas card, Paul. I've seen your Christmas cards. I haven't seen the ones that we, Kate and I, have sent. How have you not seen ah, your own? No, your own. Christmas. So, are you saying that you didn't sign that card to me? Yes. So it's you don't love me. You it's not I, love you I and love, Kate. If if you want a Christmas card from Paul, <laughs> email us at contactabangboardcast.com. You know what I was Send doing? Your while email Kate... and Paul will mail you a Christmas card every year. <laughs> I will. Uh, you know what I was doing? I will pay the postage, Paul. I just want you to send Christmas cards to people. You, you know what I was doing while Kate was Listeners, doing that? Shoveling mostly. us out of that. I don't care if snow. I get one. <laughs> Uh, that's what I was doing. I was shoveling that the, out of the snowstorm. Have you ever signed a card to me? Yes. Every year except this year. I didn't. Why not this year? Because I was shoveling this year. This we were stuck at home during the uh, bliz- the Buffalo blizzard. You know that, that happened way before Christmas happened. Yeah, that's when we send out our Christmas cards. <laughs> well, why didn't John get one? John did get one. I got one in the mail, but not a Taylor oh, Swift. I didn't. What? What? You are not paying attention. I missed that. You need I to you have some Gatorade. That's why you were mad at Paul. So I was mad at Paul no, for you. I'm mad. I'm mad at Paul that he didn't sign the card to me. That's not Paul's signature. He does I not love you. Oh, we didn't sign our cards. Well, oh, no, yeah, yours we is didn't... like a oh, picture. Who cares if it's signed? Apparently, I John does. He gave me a lot of shit just like two seconds ago. My DNA is on the envelope. It's fine. That's like a best signature ever. All right, we're basically two hours in. <laughs> All right, my my John, my favorite Christmas movie, the you. one that I watch every year and I enjoy. Wait, we can do movies? Yeah, we talked about we talked this about this. Show. I did Scrooge is my second one, you knucklehead. <laughs> I know, I'm just Paul doesn't like Scrooge, so he didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> I know, doesn't make the list. Uh. Is Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. I watch okay. it every year. My one of my favorite things is when Dan Aykroyd is drunk on that bus in the Santa suit, 
pulls out a salmon, takes a bite out of it, and has to pull the beard hairs out of his mouth to eat the salmon. <laughs> One of my favorite Christmas movies. I watch it every year on Christmas. I like Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard's a good one. Die Hard's good. <clears throat> Gremlins, if you can get it. What do you mean if you can get it? Gremlins 2 was the I first movie I saw in the theaters. That's pathetic. What? Why? Because no, I that's... saw so many more movies in the theater before Gremlins 2 came out. When did Gremlins 2 come out? 85? 86? Uh, I was three. So, John, uh, Chris told me about uh, a maybe tra- tradition of watching A-Team. Uh, yeah, that happens every year. Uh, <laughs> the A-Team's um, movie so is So what good. are you going to be watching in addition to A-Team? Because what uh, else Gamera. are you going to get on Blu-ray? Gamera. We watch Gamera now. Well, no, but it's Randy got this movie, we're going to watch it, and then we'll watch A-Team. A-Team is fun. It is fun. It's all I have to drive it. And last year I and gave John's him... dad loves it just for the moment when uh, Brekus pulls off the hat. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> That's what he says. That he's got the mohawk. Uh, no, we watch A-Team every year. And now that I gave him uh, Gamera, we watch Gamera now. Uh, and also, Randy is one of our biggest fans of our Christmas specials. And we listen to those every year, too. Wow. Well, now you have it in one neat package. Exactly. It's going to be great Let's for Let's see. Or, uh, the episode right behind this one on the RSS feed. Yeah. So Chris and I are thinking I'm going to see Into the Woods on Christmas. Uh, I'm going to go see the interview with my dad on Christmas. Nice. When does, uh, oh, I just saw. Hobbit comes out next week. Okay. Hobbit comes out next week. But I was. Does this need to be on the podcast? Let's I, wrap I this no up idea. and then talk. I have no idea. It's... What is. It's, uh, The Kingsman. When does that come out? Uh, oh, that looks good. Anyway. It looks fun, right? Yeah. My, Michael, Michael Keane. Okay. Michael Keane. At, at first I was like, uh, no. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh god, I kinda, I kinda like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Samuel L. Jackson's a bad guy, but he's also awesome. So it's, right. Looks great. Okay. So, if you like us as much as we like Christmas specials, even if you don't like us as much as like, we like Christmas specials, Rate us and review us over at the iTunes. Uh, it's the best way that uh, we get our iTunes ratings up, and more people will find us. The easier way for more people to find us is you just telling people to listen to us. Right, Chris? Oh, definitely. So if you like us, rate us and review us, or just let people know. Uh, comment over at bangboard.com. When you like look at our show notes, we can see it now because it lists a hiss. Paul doesn't like that. I do. Uh, you can like us over at Facebook. More Facebook likes are always yeah. nice. Uh, Facebook likes are always great. And if you're listening to us, tweet it out. Let people know. We're at Bagged and Board. Mm-hmm. One more thing. If you are an Instagram user, now we have an Instagram. It's at BaggedBoardCast.com. Oh. Cool. Yeah, cool. I made that. Yeah, and what was and I gave you guys the information? So uh, put the pictures over on that. There are cool little pictures about what comics they are reading and what beers they are drinking. And, and there are also ten pictures of my dog. 
That's not. No, uh, no, no, Paul. Paul. There yeah. could be though. I mean, that's, we can put that up there. That's only if you get the Christmas card. <laughs> only if you. Get- which you have to email us at contactedbaitandbag broadcast to get that. And you were having them uh, hashtag whatever beers they're drinking too. Uh, yeah. Put up hashtag bagnboard or just tweet or uh, Instagram at us at bagnboard to get that. Yeah, because we're definitely into what you guys are drinking. Um, we always uh, are fun to find out like what our listener um, Lawrence Guest is drinking. We always check into those and uh, give them uh, cheers to that. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like whenever I go into um, Untapped and I see someone is liking a beer or drinking a beer, I always look at it. So yeah, duh, find us out on that, and uh, we always appreciate everything. And uh, Merry Christmas, guys. And uh, tune in next week for our Christmas special. Also, uh, I want to put this out there. Uh, it is coming up to our look back for the year. Oh, and shit. Every year, guys, we appreciate when you draw and send in <laughs> your favorite Paul moments of the year. Uh, this has been something that's happened for the last three years. I'm very excited about this. They're always really great. Can't wait to see what you do. Uh, if we remember the one year, it was when Paul threw up on the show, uh-huh. and we got, we got <laughs> no, no, we don't say it that way. We say the the time that Paul, Paul loses it. Paul loses it, but he threw up in my kitchen, and uh, we got those great pictures of. It that. was my kitchen too. All right, it was our kitchen. It's my kitchen now. It was my kitchen before that. Uh, and then uh, we had the the great pictures last year of uh, Paul. With his manly manly being really rugged and, you know, there was a picture of him with uh, Babe the Blue Ox and he was cutting down trees and puking in the forest. So they're all out there. Uh, we love to get those pictures, so please send them in. Yeah, send those to the Facebook or contact at bingborgcast.com or put it up on Instagram. Draw it, snap a pic, uh, hashtag bangboard or at bangboard. And uh, and put out your favorite Paul moment, because Paul, I think I think you really like this year. I don't know if there is a favorite Paul moment. Yeah, I think I'm pretty like. <laughs> I got mine. I got two or three. Really? What are oh, they? What oh, are oh, they? Oh, hey, 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 hey. All of the episode. All I gotta the save them. Yeah, Before save we them. say anything, you need to draw those or send them. Okay. To the requisite. Do this. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was very uneasy, Paul. Like, oh shit. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs>